Hello and welcome to the Old Castards, the weekly pod where two old men have a laugh, have a moan and talk a load of nonsense along the way. We also try and learn something new if our old brains can handle it. We are Smith and Jones and without further ado, oh hi Mark, oh hi Ben, why are we talking like this Ben? <laughs> don't know, <laughs> it just come on all of a sudden. Oh, I hate when that happens. I know, right? <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm not saying the other line. No, don't do not do it. Don't you dare. I know what you want me to say, Mark. I'm not saying it. I want you to go, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jones. Yes, Mr. Smith. I hate to, I hate to say this, but um, you are currently a rose between two thorns. There's, so, there's someone on the other side of you. Well, to me, he's between us. Ah. Whatever way floats your boat. <laughs> You're the rose between two thorns. And that song. Every rose has its thorn. And that rose's name is Zeus Bid. Hello, castards. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the one and only Zeus Beard joining us for all of this podcasting episode cast listeners and we hope he has a jolly old time with us old casters welcome in zeus beard thank you for having me <laughs> down and back thank you for having me is that is that your mic going and your camera going again eh? is that what it was yeah yeah no we don't talk about that we had absolutely i had no difficulty <laughs> getting on this evening none no nothing weird happening not like i've had for the last 48 hours <laughs> technological issues are now the bane mm. of everybody's life yep. we've had worse it's only 25 past eight we've come we've, we've come on later <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> how are you mr Zeusbeard? yeah i'm good I'm, I'm very good in the last couple of days i'm i'm i'm, I'm all right we uh we've all been having a, a a technological few days haven't we yeah we really have all three of us <laughs> have in really fact have. who wants to start Ben, yours is the most positive. Yeah, mine's positive because <laughs> I've only had a, nowhere near as bad as issues as you. Yes, I have, cast listeners, I've upgraded uh, the uh, Jones rig to a brand new PC because I was fortunate enough to be Ooh. in a position to do so. And it currently is running very, I'm going to touch some wood now, Touch. Uh, yeah. uh, it's running very <laughs> smoothly. Bar Chrome being turned over to edge under your recommendation mark and i've got to admit it's been a very nice change to not have all the ram eaten up by chrome yeah and uh, uh being going you know why is my all my 32 gig being eaten by chrome so yes it it's been very positive I, I can't say that minus the i had some screen issues which were to do with the games and g-sync and all the rest of it but after mm. watching a couple of you well a couple of hundred as a uh, zeus will attest to videos it seems to be in good work in order Nice. Yourself, Mark? Mine is mostly positive. I know very little, next to nothing, about computers, and I performed a brain transplant on my computer yesterday and installed a new heatsink for said new brain. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was long and hard, giggity, and I had lots of tech help from the amazing Dopaz from across the pond, but Thank got you, there in the end... Is this the new season of The Good Doctor, is he? 
been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just going out of, the, out of the hospital into Marky's house. <laughs> it was arduous and it was a pain in the ass, but I'm there now. However, Zeus Beard. Mm. <laughs> so is this, is this where the episode turns into a, a three-week special? <laughs> Two of those being my tech issues in the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah, um, PC, PC broke. Big sad. Don't know what's wrong with it. Started working again last night before I went to bed. It's, yeah, I, honestly, it, it's at, at this point it's it's possessed. Like it's it's the only <laughs> possessed. I like that. Yeah, it's 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 the only reason behind it all. It's all that all that horror you consume, mate. It, yeah, I'm just going to do Stardew Valley from now on just to see if I can <laughs> exercise that demon for a bit. And then, fuck yeah, yeah. I'm down for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, bar our technological issues, last week you had a special guest co host. You weren't here. No, I wasn't there here. There was a big Ben sized hole in my life. Sad face. But yeah, Mr. Narkill's a. Uh, Filled that hole adequately. <laughs> did did Mr. Narkills kill it? Yeah, I think so. He did. I think he did, yeah. You tell me, you listened to it. He did a very good job. Now I listened and I owe him a big thanks for stepping into my very huge R seat to sit down <laughs> and talk with you a load of old nonsense along the way. I thought the 90s nostalgia, as I commented in our own pod section on Discord, especially when you bring up Nightmare, which I still rewatch every year. <laughs> nice. Spellcasting. Oh, hell no. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to go on that program, but uh, I don't think any of my mates watch the program. But then again, when you're sort of 10 and 11, you, know, <laughs> you don't really think about asking your mates if they fancy to go on a trek with Traegar. <laughs> and going up against, I forget the bad guys. But I thought it was excellent. I thought he did a very good thing. but. Mr. Narkills, I need to have a word with you, young sir. I heard the dinosaur poo crack. <laughs> the, poo, the poo crack? The poo crack. <laughs> I heard what he said about dinosaur poos. And then it then excuse me, like I said, I, I eat poo or something like that. Poo gate has to, but we're, we're initialising it again. I mentioned it a few episodes ago. Poo gate has to arrive again. <laughs> Listeners, I don't eat poo. This all comes from Mr. Uhita and one thing I once said, and now it's on his soundboard as he sits there with a shop look on his face. <laughs> it keeps coming up this week, and each time it's come up, I have not brought it up. Yeah, and I know you've embedded it in that many people's brains, Mark, that they say it for you. He says, oh, I did start it. I took your words seriously, and now everyone else keeps bringing it up. <laughs> Even your mum's buying me Christmas presents. <laughs> I mean, with poo orientations, do you know what I mean? We really need to get the gif from the Jurassic Park one where she's she puts her hand in the poo. <laughs> We've got to get that with Ben. Yeah, it actually sounds like so that sounds like a, a thing actually. I like that. But yes, Mr. Narkill, thank you ever so much for filling in for me and being a part of the old casters. And we did something new and exciting last week as well. And that was we had the community vote for the episode title. I thought it was a good thing. If you haven't noticed, when 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 we release the episode, it's usually a three word title and it's usually something random or funny that we've said during the course of the episode. Yeah. And uh Lots of potential funny or random three-word occurrences <laughs> cropped up during that recording. So I, I, I put them all down together in the Discord and let the community vote for it. That was a good shout, mate. 
I'm still really salty about it. <laughs> you wanted a Harry Styles four nipples, didn't you? I really did. I, I, it just rolls off the tongue. But yeah, the community went with uh, what was it? Triple nipple club. Yep, Triple I vote nipple for that. Club, yeah. You know, you didn't mention that there. What? Scaramanga. Yeah, we did. Did you mention? Oh, it oh, must have been white for me. I, I didn't know if you mentioned the man <laughs> the gold golf. She did not. We, we talked about uh, we talked about friends being Chandler's origin story as he descends into oh, Scaramanga. <laughs> This shows you the old brain, eh? But yeah, I thought it was a great a great move, mate. And plus it takes some of the... You don't know how much stress uh, we have, especially Mark, over the title of the show because there's so many yeah. good things to use. It's like, should we use this one or this one? And normally I send them all to Ben and I'm like, which one should we use? But yeah, it was actually Mr. Narkills himself who had the idea about why don't you put it to the community and get them to vote for the title. So yeah, there is a there's another incentive. If you listen to this podcast and you're not in the Discord... Get on the old link tree and join the Discord, and uh, you'll be able to to, to to contribute to the podcast in another way. There, we want your contribution, cast listeners. Don't make me come and eat poo at your house. No, no, you're bringing it up. <laughs> well, it just seemed fitting the guy at that point, didn't it? At that point, <laughs> anywho, any poo, any poo. Sing the song, Benjamin. Crazy facts. Crazy news. Crazy facts. And crazy news. We have made the crazy facts. Liverpool orientated. Fact number one. Liverpool is home to Britain's largest clock face, Zeus. Did you know this? You just call Zeus a cock face. (laughs) (laughs) I've been called worse. (laughs) I did not. So, while many tourists flock to picture Big Ben in London, the clock faces of the Liver Building are 25 feet in diameter, which make them a full two feet larger than the London counterpart. And, and just, just to be pedantic, it's Liver Building, Ben. Oh, it's Liver. Liver Building. I was, I was about to ask you that. It's not a meat. <laughs> That's a good point. But let's not bring up Luffy Luffy. I've got the list in front of me on Wikipedia of the world's largest clock faces. Yes! I'm sure, I'm sure you're dying to know. I do want to know, Mark. I do love a big clock. <laughs> did you Did you know that the, the Liver Building had the, the, the largest clock face in Britain? I actually didn't. There you go, as Ben would say. <laughs> I was saying that. But do you want to know where it is on this list in, of the world's largest the world. clock faces? Let me have a guess. In the world. Seventh. Any advances, Ben? Oh, oh! Uh, how many in the list, please? Oh, I should have asked that first. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Fifty-six. Oh, gold. Yeah, I'm all right there with seven. Yeah, I reckon. Ooh, um, uh, I'm going to go tenth. Well, you are closer. It's thirtieth. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thirtieth largest clock face in the world. What's the first? Hold on, I've got. London at 20... There's one in London in 28th place. Oh, it's exactly the same size. It's the same size. Ah, oh, right, right. Care to guess on where the first one is? Switzerland? No. <gasps> What's the place in Back to the Future? It's that place. <laughs> he connects the wires to to make the DeLorean go 88 <laughs> miles an hour. It's that place. I don't think they go there in Back <laughs> to the Future, no. <laughs> they do. That's no. the biggest clock face, whatever that place is. San Andreas. 
Dubai. The Abraj Al Bayit Towers in Saudi Arabia. Huh? How big is it? Four forty-three meters, one hundred and forty-one feet what? <laughs> diameter. <laughs> Have you seen uh, the structure they are building over there? No. It's it's. Uh, I think it goes from border to border across Saudi. Is it in Saudi or UAE? I can't remember. It's it's somewhere there. It's 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 gonna be. A rectangle city. Oh yes, I have seen this. Yes, seen I have. It. It's yeah. absolutely crazy. Yeah, it's literally only like a mile across, isn't it? It's like a it's like a long strip of land. It's like yeah. a, like a strip city. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be like multiple cities within the one sort of essentially going to be like its own little country. It's yeah, it's mad. I don't know why they're doing it, but. It's, there's a reason behind it. Don't know what to do with their money, do they? No, no that's what it is. <laughs> Build a new place, that'll do. Come, <laughs> Ben, it's huge. But yeah, sorry, sorry, that wasn't clock related. But I just thought I'd throw that in there. No, fine. What's number two, Mark? Oh fuck! I just got rid of the article. <laughs> no, because I saw I saw the shadow go off your face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I literally no. just I literally just X'd out of it. It's all right because uh, uh, we're going to uh, go on to fact number two, which I'm now going to pronounce liver better. <clears throat> Did you know that the uh, the famous liver birds are called Bella and Bertie? No, I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. <laughs> wow. Why? Why? It's curious that you've chosen these Liverpool facts, Ben. Wonder why. Wonder what inspired you. Why is it not called Liverpool then? Is it? I mean, pronouncing it wrong again. There is that. Yeah, that... Zeus. Why is it not Liverpool? Yeah, I really don't know. Yeah, it's Liverpool, <laughs> but it's the Liverbirds. Like, don't, don't, it's funny. I've, I've lived in, in here all my life, and I haven't got a clue about my own city. So, the Liverbird, a mythical creature similar to a cormorant has been the symbol of Liverpool for 800 years. It appears on the city's official coat of arms, on Liverpool FC's crest, and perhaps most famously atop the Royal Liverpool Building. Look up at the Liver Building from the Beetle statue on George Parade, and you'll spot two 18-feet-tall Liver birds perched on the top of its clock towers. They're named Bertie and Bella, the former watches over the city while the latter faces out to sea to help guide sailors home. Lovely stuff. When they make that noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I was curious to know what a liver bird was. Yeah, mythical creature. Yeah, really good to see. I've been there. I've seen them. Have you? Yes. I've been to Liverpool to play Pokemon Go. Well, also, Liverpool is home to the uh, European regional Pokemon TCG every year. Is it? Yes, I was going to go this year, but just couldn't make the dates in February. When Mary and I went up, we went for the we went for the whole weekend, and uh, we did a day of sightseeing, and we did a Beatles tour because, as you know, I'm a, I, I love the Beatles. Conservation. I I don't like the Beatles. I think we've had this conversation before. Yeah. It's cool. They're not for everyone. Didn't they do that No Limit song? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was the first single I ever bought. <gasps> really? Nice. Yeah. Two Unlimited. <laughs> no Limits. 
it's the words that get me very well thought out what no 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 yeah so even someone with dyslexia like me cannot bugger that up (laughs) do you know what i mean except when you change it to yes i have some more liverpool facts love them see if zeus knows any of these or it's far more than 800 years old (gasps) founded in 1207 by king john Liverpool has held a settled residency for far longer than its official record might suggest. Human remains, pottery, coins and even jewellery have been found, proving that Romans were once in the city. The discovery of a Roman road suggests that there was regular traffic in the area, but it's more likely that any Roman visitors were just passing through on their way to larger settlements further to the north. Larger settlements? (laughs) Wow, okay. What? It has its own version of Stonehenge. (gasps) However, the Romans wouldn't have been the first humans to have settled in the area. The Calder Stones are the remains of an ancient Neolithic burial chamber dating back almost 5,000 years. The circle of six standing stones is as old as Stonehenge and proves there has been a human settlement in the area since prehistory. Prehistory? <laughs> yeah. I've learned so much about my own city already. <laughs> oh, look, there's some mythical creatures that look like Gormans. We go around like. It's going to be like Joey and Chandler when they go to London. I'll just be on an open yeah. top bus. <laughs> You're going to be your own tour guide. Yeah. And if you look to your right. <laughs> it was a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Thanks to the city's preservation of, his, of its historic buildings, Liverpool was granted UNESCO World Heritage status in 2004. However, the oh. title was recently revoked in 2021, following some modernisation and redevelopment within the city. Despite being stripped of its UNESCO title, much of Liverpool's iconic maritime and mechanical history remains incredibly well-preserved, with 27 Grade 1 and 85 Grade 2 listed buildings. Much of the city's 18th and 19th century architecture remains intact. Is there some link with uh, Liverpool and the Titanic? Yeah, yeah. It was made there. It was made there? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. okay, okay. I know there was some link, but I couldn't remember what it's not it where it set sail from, but it was made there. So we, we got married, we, we actually got married in... Um... There's a hotel called Theatre James Street, um, which has, it was the building that they used to build Titanic. And I think the, they done bits and I think they done some of the comms in there as well. Yeah, we got married there. Ooh. It's lovely. Pretty cool. It's the world capital of pop. As well as being recognised as the UNESCO City of Music, the Guinness Book of World Records declared Liverpool the world capital of pop in recognition of its record-breaking residents. More Liverpudlians have gotten a UK number one single than any other town or city in the country. Yeah. There's always a big thing, isn't there, between Manchester and Liverpool? Like, the North, yeah. the North West has been really big in, like, generating, like, musical, I'd say talents, but musical geniuses, essentially. And uh, there was always that, like, the Lars were out first, uh, sing There She Goes. And then Oasis came and people said that Oasis copied the Lars and there's <laughs> always been that, who's better with, do you know what I mean? So we have had some good ones from here. Uh, have Liverpool ever had any people from Eurovision? You know, have they ever had a Eurovision yeah. contest? Uh, they hosted it last year. We hosted it, yeah. And we had, oh, what was her name? I can't remember what her name is, but she, she came into my old work on dinner and done a song in what was called The Street. It wasn't Gina G, was it? No, what a, it wasn't Gina. <laughs> it was her name. Oh, I really don't know. Um, Googling. Google, please, yeah. 
I don't think her name was Google. Eurovision singer. I'm not going to lie, it was so Sonia annoying. Sonia Evans. Batty. Yeah. Best known for her 1989 UK number one single, You'll Never Stop Me Loving You. So I was trying to do a piece of work and she was in the office just singing over a microphone. <laughs> Boy, shut up, yeah. Trying to work here. <laughs> trying to get some work done here, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> on your way. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredibly culturally diverse. According to a 2016 poll, 51% of Liverpudlians speak a language other than English at home. 51%. And there are over 60 different languages spoken daily by residents. Liverpool is also home to Europe's longest established Chinese community, dating back to the 1830s when the first ship from China landed in the city's port carrying tea, silk and cotton. Liverpool's Chinese community continued to grow over the centuries. Liverpool's Chinatown is still thriving today. Yeah. Lovely. Didn't know Liverpool had a Chinatown. Neither did I. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's huge. Yeah. There's a lot of Chinese in Liverpool. Didn't know that. Yeah. And then my final fact here is it's a city of firsts. Or it's a city of, say, say firsts for me, Zeus. Firsts. Thank you. Beyond, <laughs> beyond the incredible industrial invention, the city is also home to other exciting, albeit different, world firsts. The world's first all-female sex tuplets were born in the city in 1983. And the RSPCA was founded in Bulge Street in 1809, making it one of the longest-running animal charities in the world. Other Liverpudlian inventions include the hovercraft, football nets, and crosswords. Another world first that is still very much in use today is Liverpool's School of Tropical Medicine. When it was first opened in 1898, it was the first of its kind in the world, established to help tackle the rise in tropical diseases affecting the local population, a downside of the variety of trade routes that Liverpool had access to. The Liverpool School of Tropical Medicine is still leading in research of international public health and tropical disease biology today. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes sense why the RSPCA was starting in Liverpool, you know. Now you've mentioned some of their food. We're all the Chinese people and no one had to say all the cats and dogs, you know. You have to wear <laughs> that book out, Mark. <laughs> oh, Ben. Yeah. Stop there. That's a perfect segue. <sighs> but you got to read it out, Mark. <laughs> so <laughs> don't get launched out. It was a joke. Because my crazy news this week, as as I have been doing the last few episodes we've been doing, I've been sending you a host of crazy news stories and you've been picking out the best ones for me. Yes. And this week it involves cats and dogs. Oh, cats and dogs. So the first one, quite near us, Ben, is this This is about Peanut the Cat on the pub crawl in Chatteris. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, A cat called Peanut has gained fame in his hometown for his pub-crawling antics. For the past six months, the Ginger Tom has been a regular at several hostelries in Chatteris in Cambridgeshire. The George Hotel in the town has installed a bed for him and supplied him with a Christmas stocking. Helen Wilson, the cat's owner, said he loves the fuss. I'm so pleased he is so contented. He would not go there if he was not happy. She got Peanut when he was seven weeks old. After keeping him inside for a while, he started to venture out and would disappear, she said. I had reports of him frequenting the George Hotel. I retrieved him, but he kept nipping off up there. <laughs> this is sounding very reminiscent of uh, the Stevenage cat, Nala, isn't it? Very much. So we was going for the bevy in other pubs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Sixteen a Sid. Anyone have that book as a kid? <laughs> Sixteen a Sid. You know what that is, Ben? <laughs> no, I don't. I like it. Okay. though. On my own, then. Six dinners in. It's a it's a children's book about a cat who <laughs> who who's basically doing what this cat does. It's called Six Dinner Sid. 
Can, can you read it on next week's pod? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. We'll have a bedtime story with Makahita. <gasps> Good oh. idea, that. Diane Mayer, landlady of the George Hotel on the, ta- on the town's high street, first saw Peanut at the Bramley House Hotel about six months ago. He's becoming Facebook famous. Everyone loves to fuss him. When I take a tray of drinks out, he's always on someone's lap being pampered, she said. Uh, Miss Mayer said the cat started to visit her pub about three months ago. He would turn up in any weather, sometimes a bit bedraggled and looking sorry for himself, she added. As an animal lover, I soon grew to love him. I installed a bed for him in our back lobby and bought him a Christmas stocking. Just recently, he has also started to hang around the smoking area of the Chatteris Working Men's Club. Classy. (laughs) This cat sounds like it's on a downward spiral. (laughs) This cat sounds like a mad lad. He has gained quite a following. My regulars always look out for him. There is nothing he likes more than going on a pub crawl. <laughs> Good old peanut. Yes, peanut. We'll have to keep an eye out. I like it when she said installed. What she means? She went down Pet's home and got one of them sort of curly yeah. beds and went whopped it in the corner. <laughs> she went and bought a cat bed and then threw it in a room. Yeah. <laughs> but I installed it. Installed. <laughs> have I downloaded the firmware is the question. <laughs> so to go with your crazy news, Mark, I've got a list of famous cats that I like. Nala, end of list. Yeah, Nala. That's, that's it. it. The Nidge train cats. Next one <laughs> up, uh, Mr. Bigglesworth, Dr. Evil's cat. Yes. The bald one. Yes. So we're going to have Blofeld's cat next. No, who? Blofeld. Who's that? Dr. Evil and Mr. Bigglesworth is a rip on... Blowfield from James Bond and his cat. Oh, yeah. Sorry, mate. What's a Blowfield? Who the bun? <laughs> uh, we've got Salem, the uh, Sabrina's cat from the Teenage Sabrina, Witch. Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Hell yeah. Hello Kitty, <laughs> the brand, of course. Uh, Puss in Boots, the uh, Italian fairy tale and from Shrek. Yeah. Uh, and finally, but not least, uh, the Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland. Oh, of course. Famous cats yeah. I like. <laughs> I like them. I really liked Grumpy Cat. Grumpy Before Cat. He passed. R.I.P. Yeah, rip. <laughs> Gone but never forgotten. Yeah. But always grumpy. <laughs> Happy kitty, sleepy kitty, purr, purr, purr. <laughs> and the next one, Ben, that you liked. Mm. Icon of the Seas, which I believe is the world's biggest cruise ship, welcomes Ooh. Rover, the world's first resident dog. Uh, Royal Caribbean International has appointed the first official dog aboard the world's largest cruise ship. Meet Rover, a five-month-old golden retriever who will serve as a permanent resident on the Icon of the Seas. His mission? Bringing joy to passengers and crew, Royal Caribbean said. The company has designated Rover as the chief dog officer, (laughs) a role noticeably absent on the other cruise ships. (laughs) (laughs) In a video shared on its Instagram account, the American company outlines Rover's responsibilities. As a member of the Icon crew, Rover's task is to bring joy and happiness to his crewmates and guests on board. From daily walks to outings on deck with the captain, Rover has already made himself at home. Rover will be accompanied by Allison, an Australian crew member with a five-year tenure at Royal Caribbean. As the cruise ship's sole permanent resident, Rover stands out amidst the crew that regularly rotates. Picture her leisurely wandering through the ship's central park, a genuine park boasting 10,000 plants meticulously tended to by around 10 gardeners. 
Undoubtedly, this promises to be the onboard environment that passengers will adore the most. The news received a warm online reception, with the post quickly amassing likes from several thousand people. Royal's latest recruit has left an indelible mark on the icon's Royal Promenade, where the company replaced the customary classic car with a charming dog statue. Rover boarded the Icon of the Seas in Puerto Rico, where it loaded supplies and made preparations for its inaugural voyage on January 27th, 2024. The prospect of sailing on the world's largest cruise ship, accompanied by the delightful presence of Rover, has undoubtedly heightened anticipation among future passengers. Sign me up. (laughs) That is from cruisecenter.com is where that news came from. Mark and I were both agreeing that Rover was such a classic name for a seaworthy dog, eh? Yeah. Could have called it seaweed. Could have called it, you know, dinghy. Yeah, just a golden retriever in general. I feel like a rover is such a could have called it goldfish. Name. Could have called it um, what was the white whale? Moby. 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 Dick. You know what I mean? It's uh, so many good names I missed out on there. Could have called it piss flaps. <laughs> what happens if they hit a huge wave and um, rover goes over? <laughs> rover over. <laughs> Like, what happens then? <laughs> Rover goes over. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second book. Rover finds the boat's the first one. <laughs> Rover takes a whiz. I wonder when we, where they take it for a whiz. I mean, because he's got to go pissing shit somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, where does Rover pee and poop? Probably the wave pool. <laughs> the wave pool. It goes in that garden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of fertiliser. <laughs> So to go with our famous cats, we have a list of <laughs> famous dogs that I like. Hell yeah. So first off, uh, Toto from The Wizard of Oz, because he was one of the originals. Toto. Mm-hmm. I bless the rains down in Africa. <laughs> Don't get me going. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Lassie, the Border Collie. Um, yep. Scooby-Doo, the Great Dane. scooby dooby doo Clifford, the big red dog. Oh, I like mm-hmm. Clifford. Uh, Beethoven, one to five. There's, <laughs> there's lots of Beethovens, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, Slinky from Toy Story. Uh, <laughs> Snoopy. And to end it out, Hooch from Turner and Hooch. <laughs> nice. There you go. I feel like you've left out a large pack of dogs. What, Cujo? Well, they, I mean, yeah. Are you one about 101 particular dogs? Yeah, well, there's, there's, a, there's a lot. You've got 101 Dalmatians. Lady and the Tramp. Lady and Tramp did come up in my search. I did think about Lady and the Tramp, yeah. but he's a tramp. I like Doug from Up. Yeah. Point. Point. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, dogs, dogs, cats and dogs. Well, like uh, Rover, still. Uh, I think we need to write in. I might even write him some sort of formal email saying he got to change his name, and also express the old caster's concern about the pee and poop situation. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And what happens if Rover goes over? <laughs> Has he got a life jacket? If you please. Yeah, hold on. I'll type it on the list. There you go. It's down. <laughs> to whom it may concern. Zeus, I believe we are basing our old passions around your old passions today, good sir. Okay. What would be your old passions? Zeus Beard, to you. My old passion is one that I'm probably going to have forever. Aside from gaming, is film. 
and TV. A lot of horror, but specifically zombies. I am obsessed with zombies. And I have been forever. I don't know if you won't be able to see it yet, but I've got like five or six different versions dead. of the OG Dawn of the Dead. Nice. It's probably my favourite film ever. Any of them, George A. Romero is, yeah, perfect for me. I have, still have something, uh, I have to agree with you on this point. So zombies in my in my book are still the scariest horror films out there. Oh, 100%. Relentless, asleep, awake, <laughs> no matter what, where you are, day, night. Yeah. I think they're forever, ever coming after you. And there's the famous lie says, they're coming to get you, Barbara. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Well, my, my favourite is in Dawn of the Dead, which is when there's no more room in hell. The dead will walk the earth. What a line. Oh, mate. That line's in a fight star song. There's a fight star song about the dead. It is. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've spoken about horror before on the podcast, Ben, and I said I, I don't really do horror as a genre in terms of like films or TV or games or whatever, but I do love zombies. I've always had a thing about zombies as well. I think there's, there's so many types of zombies that that has been covered in like media, if you know what I mean, like in, in film and TV and game and stuff that it's in a way there's a zombie for everyone. Like, <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean? There's that many different types. <laughs> you know, you've got your slow walkers like in OG Dawn of the Dead. You've got Dawn of the Dead remake on a little bit more aggressive. You've got uh, 28 Days Later. Oh, what a film. Where the, yeah. I mean, people argue that they're not zombies, but they are. Then got Saints of Busan, which are the most terrifying of all. And then you got Zombieland. Awesome films. All, all, all what you just said there, mate. Love them all. I still have a gripe with uh, Night of the Living Dead, though. Is the not the black and white, but the more modern one with the Candyman guy in it. I forget yeah. his name. Um, the bit where they go to the. They need to get petrol for the car, so make your boy with the shotgun <laughs> to, to get the bolt off of the, off of the petrol pump. She would sit. Still to this really? day, I'm like, really? We're in a rush. Yeah. What should we do? Should we watch? Oh, well. <laughs> no more gas for us. <laughs> what I love to do as well, and I think every, I definitely say every man, and probably a lot of women have as well, into zombies is deciding what you would do if a zombie apocalypse happened. Yeah, and I got I, I I I'll, I'll survive. Like, I know I will. <laughs> <laughs> There's been times where I've actually sat and planned it. Yeah, like, what would we do? Me and Ben have our plan in place, don't we, Ben? We do. We're going to Mount Fitchett Castle. <laughs> <laughs> All the canned goods. I live on peaches, goddammit. <laughs> I think when you talk about there's a zombie for everybody, I mean, did you ever watch Eye Zombie, the uh, the series? It was on. seen a little bit of it. Um, but I think at the time, I think it came out around the time that Strain came out and I was watching The Strain instead. Right, got you. Yep. So that uh, a funny twist on zombies from like I said the twenty I think believe there's is it twenty eight years later or months or no what was it twenty eight days twenty eight days twenty eight weeks and now there's going to be a uh, twenty eight years I think uh, them films are phenomenal still to this day 
When uh, who did it? it was um isn't it the guy who did was it the guy who did train spotting did that maybe not yeah yeah so it, it was Danny Boyle is the director Danny Boyle that's it yeah yeah Robert Carlyle is in the second one <laughs> uh, the first one Cillian Murphy that's it so Danny Boyle didn't do all of twenty eight weeks he only done he only actually done the intro which is one of the most tense intros to a film twenty eight weeks later it. Gives me so much anxiety on top of me already growing anxiety <laughs> that I've got anyway. And it's such a good scene as well, because if you haven't oh. seen it, you think it's at night and it really isn't. And when it all kicks off, it does all kick off. <laughs> it's oh, whoa. And Robert Carlyle in that as well. Really, I don't you don't know whether to like him or not like him. <laughs> yeah, at all. So like, ooh, is that good or is it bad? Uh, oh, but yeah huge films are but the george a Romero ones uh even up to his is it uh what's the the newest one with the the big the big uh truck in it D- death calling or whatever it's called with the, the sky for oh was land of the, is it the land where they uh, oh, land Hopper? of the dead land of the dead yeah i thought that for a new one was awesome as well especially with yeah. the uh i forget what the, they've got this giant truck in it that's you know it's dead dead reckoning or something like that is it called yeah. it's got a name isn't it yeah, it's zombies are cracking. What 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 an old passion, mate. Mate, it's 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 been ingrained in me since I was a child. Like my first horror game was Resident Evil Two. Game that got me into properly gaming was Resident Evil One. PlayStation version we talking there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was so it was when I lived I lived closest to town at this point, and um, we were in my mum's mate who's like she's my auntie. It's one of them. You grew up together. She's like me auntie. And the next, her next door neighbor was like our age now. And he had a PlayStation imported over from Japan <laughs> with Resident <laughs> Evil 1. And he brought it round and we sat there and watched them play Resident Evil 1. And uh, it was the scene where he goes in, you go into the corridor and the dogs jump through. Wow. Like I was just like, what is this I needed in my life? <laughs> and yeah, it's a span from there. Do you know what Resident Evil? Uh, I, it's a. I wouldn't call it a guilty pleasure. I, I like the series. I thought I love them more like them. I'd not the um, television series. The ones with what's her name? Mila Jovovich. That's the it. Films. I really yeah. like. I them. don't mind them. Yeah, I don't mind them. I think they come, they come across. There's better than. There's some better than others. Yeah, but I like seeing Nemesis in it. I, I think Nemesis. You've sort of got to. If you're into the games, you've got to separate the films to the game series yeah. because they don't. It, it, other than character names and <laughs> odd little things, they don't, they're not connected at all. Yeah, they got names yeah. and that's it. But I thought they did all right, to be honest. I like them. I do like them. So, what other old films are we talking horror specifically, Zeus? What other Ooh, ones? My favorite film of all time is The Lost Boys. I don't know. It's not too old. I mean, well, it is now. What? 40 something years, 40 40 years old. old. The best film ever made. And I'll fight anyone who says it's not. (laughs) Yeah, been obsessed again since I was a kid. Um, I do love like the old, old stuff. Like I love a Nosferatu. The Shining is a masterpiece. I like the birds, if we're talking old stuff. Oh, the birds. What a film. Alfred Hitchcock, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Hitchcock was, yeah, he was just a master. Psycho. <laughs> yeah. Most iconic. I think that's the most iconic scene 
in film is the shower scene from Psycho. The shower I scene, yeah. Yeah, I think everyone knows what that is, whether they've seen the film or not. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I've just always loved film. I love, I love going, look, watching foreign films as well. I love getting, because some foreign films are ridiculously good and so slept on. And, uh, so what are we talking here? Well, a lot of horror, again. Japanese horror films? Yeah, Korean. Yeah. Japanese. Yeah. Taiwanese, like any shouts for the listeners, mate? Oh, the Whalen, um, Whalen Smithers, <laughs> yeah, the Whalen, um, Saints of Busan. There's one that I watched recently, um, oh, what's it called? It's grim, it's it's not for the uh, the weak stomach, <laughs> um, oh, what was it called? Oh, dear. Just out, just have interest. Is that behind you? Is that blade sitting behind you? Is that just a skull? So is it from no, it's just a skull. But, but blade. Oh wow! I what thought a, it looks just like him. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's just a, a man with a top hat and the biggest clock <laughs> face in the northwest. Yeah, for some reason, I thought it was Puppet <laughs> Master's blade. <laughs> oh, uh, are we into South Park? Yeah, yeah, I love South Park. Love South Park. I can see, I can see the word that I'm not going to say. Yeah. Respect yeah. my authority. <laughs> Don't say it. Yeah. But this, this man. I can see him. Yes, that man whose name I'm not going to say. Yeah. You can see this one. Yay, Professor Chaos. Chaos. Brothers. <laughs> and uh, oh, Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> just I've got South Park because on my shelf as well, I've got the the main five up there. Sorry, I got really sidetracked. We're talking about South Park very quickly. Uh, it does make me chuck out how they seem to be. I know they must get lawsuits chucked at them left, right, and centre, but they don't seem to. They seem to be unstoppable, and in this, especially with all the yeah. monster stuff that come, they don't seem. To, even if they do something, I mean, what's the latest one? The Pandaverse or whatever it was. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm. St- yeah, I still haven't watched the latest series. Oh, it's but- a good one. The Pandaverse one is really good. South Park, I, I could go on about South Park as well. That's probably another old passion of mine. Like, yeah, definitely. I love South Park. I remember first watching South Park and melted my little brain. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I think I was like nine when they first started showing yeah. it on TV over here. And I was like, so, <gasps> a yeah. naughty cartoon. <laughs> my mum used, uh, used to tape it for me because it was my bedtime before it came on. And um, yeah. And then I watched the Underpants Gnome um, episode and um, went out into the street and called every kid in the street a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> let's just say, <laughs> mum and dad wasn't very happy. Um, <laughs> so I was banned from watching it, but then <laughs> I'm a mummy's boy. So my dad used to do nights. So she'd tape it on the sly and then hide the tape. Yeah. <laughs> and then still let me watch it. I remember it was on Channel 4 at 9pm on a Friday mm. night and I was allowed to stay up late on because it was a Friday night and watch South yeah. Park before I had to go to bed. I mean, I've sort of turned out all right. So, you know, <laughs> sort of. What did your first album, you talk, when I said about before, about the first single I bought, one of the first albums I bought was Chef Aid. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> one of the best albums ever. Carmen doing Come Sail Away. Yeah. <laughs> come sail away, come sail away with me. You guys. 
<laughs> I still remember uh, when he we went into the he wanted to get out of school and I forget which episode it was and he heard uh, someone in school at the time had Aspergers so he went in and he said Aspergers oh, yeah. yeah he's got his Aspergers yeah. <laughs> I've got Aspergers <laughs> he's got a packet of burgers coming out of his ass <laughs> <laughs> sticks in my memory to this day when I um, when I got diagnosed with diabetes I just I just sent a picture to to me Scott mate to me. I sent him. I sent him a picture of Scott Malhunton, and he went, "Oh shit, have you got diabetes over here?" <laughs> uh, I am rewatching it all at the moment, so far. Oh, what from the start? Yeah, well, that's from the start. I'm in like season fifteen or something now. Oh. But yeah, I have been rewatching it all. <laughs> so good. It's the best. The game on the N64 will like is still one of the best games I've ever played. Was that was that the three D one? Yeah, they've, just, they've just done a new 3D one, haven't they? And everyone's up in arms about it. There's one coming out, isn't there? No day. Snow day, yeah. Snow day. Yeah. I fancy that. No, I never played Stick of Truth for the next one. I still need to play. I still need to probably play Stick of Truth and Fractured Butthole. I watched uh, Gas play Stick of Truth on stream for a bit, but yeah. Yeah, I did. Because they got the uh, Chim Pokemon collection on there as yeah. well, aren't they? Pokemon. <laughs> 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 Pretty much what Pal World is now. Like, Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to get on that. Yeah, Pal we World. do. It's amazing. I'll find the name of that film, by the way. Yeah. But, please do. Because <laughs> we have just we got distracted by South Park. Segways onto South Park. I will find the name That's of that fine. film. I could talk all day about South Park. Yeah. For all the cast listeners, I think Zeus will have to pop a little list into the podcast of uh, his top five, um, what do I want to call them? Asian. Horror films like The Wailing. I've not yeah, heard of that. Foreign, one. yeah. I've not heard Wailing's of. Uh, I've, I've seen Train to Busan, but I've not uh, The Wailing and what I have. And obviously, the original Grudge was. Yeah, Zhuon. Zhuon, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was that was scary ass. Yeah. <laughs> I will always remember that with the old woman when she's looking at the camera. Like I think about it now when I get the little <laughs> yeah. hairs on me back of my neck, like. Wasn't the ring? Was it Ringu or whatever it's called? The original Ringo, yeah. That was what the Americans redid, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Yeah. Um, same as. Um, have you ever seen Wreck? When we were talking about zombies, uh, REC. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, when we were talking about zombies, that is one of the best zombie films ever, as well. Isn't it Spanish? And that it's Spanish, yeah. But they they remade it, and a lot of people don't know that. So it's called Quarantine. A lot of people know it as Quarantine, which is the US one. There's the OG, Rech or REC, whatever. Yeah. That is next level. Yep. Took the gloves off the Spanish on that one, I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I have all of the Walking Dead books on my shelf. All these graphic novels. All of them. Significantly better than the uh, TV adaptation. I was just also asked, did you finish the series? I haven't watched the second half of the last series. Okay. That was for some reason the point I stopped and never picked up again. I got I got <laughs> up to halfway through the last series and then I was I just never picked it up again after the mid-season break. I'm very behind on the series because it just mm. lost its its like spark for me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Took it too It was far. very hit and miss. Like it drifted off and I was like, "Oh, this is boring. This is boring. This is boring." And then it comes back again and Negan's in it. I was like, "Oh, this is amazing." And then it drifts off and it drifts so off. So it was the season after Negan. I stopped. I was like, oh, this is boring. And then now Alpha's in it. And it's amazing again. And it, that, that gets really, really good again. And now towards the end, it's trailing off again. And they've got all the um, spin-offs now, haven't they? Yeah. Yav, yeah. Fear of the Walking Dead, isn't it? Um, 
think Yon's getting one, hasn't he? Michonne and yep. um, Michonne and Rick and Rick, yeah. Uh, yeah. Carol and Carol's getting one. Oh, it's not Carol. It's Daryl's getting one, isn't he? Daryl's yeah. got one, yeah. And I think Carol's supposed to come into it, or is she in Fear the Walking Dead? I don't know. I remember seeing yeah. a a clip. Yeah, it's a shame. It was so good. Mm, I'd it agree was. with that. Do you know what my favourite zombie series is? And because my favourite one's a bit left field. It was a, it's a mini series. Channel 4 did it called Dead Set. Oh, Dead Set. Oh did you watch my that? God. Yes, man. It's so good. It was oh, so, wow. so good. It was ridiculously good. Ben looks very confused. You have to watch it, Ben. I'm wicking it now. So it is set in the Big Brother house. This was mm. during the height of Big Brother. This is why it was on Channel 4. And it was filmed on the Big Brother house set. But it is a basically zombie outbreak happens whilst they're all trapped inside the Big Brother house. Oh wow! Well, see, now. it's ridiculously good. You know, it was Channel Four done this like they done a thing a Halloween one Halloween when Dead Set came out where they done a couple of like sort of short films and stuff, and one of them was the series of Dead Set, and yeah, it's so good. Had Adam Deacon in it, didn't it? Yeah, Davina McCall as a zombie. <laughs> I mean, a cool zombie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> doing a fitness video as a zombie. Yeah. Uh, I'm so happy you've seen it, Zeus, because that, yeah, that, that is that's my favorite. It's so good. You have to watch it, Ben. I watched that again not long ago. I need to. I need to watch it again. So you go, cast listeners. All this, all this zombiness you need to get yourselves into. <laughs> so if you had to name your top three zombie films here, Zeus, I'm putting you on the spot. You got to put in, in three. What we naming? Oh, number one, OG Dawn of the Dead. Uh, number two, oh, Ben, what have you done? I'm afraid I'm going to need an answer. Number two, I will go with. Oh, I'm going to have to go 28 days later. It's just that good. It's a good shout. Uh, oh, number three, that's just so hard. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go Rech REC. I thought you put trying to Busan in there. It was just so it's it's between those two. It is between those two. But I just I don't know. I remember seeing Rech and it was just like it blew my mind the concept of it. Yeah, I like Trains of Busan's good, but it's not a new concept in terms of you know what's going on. Whereas that was all stuck in an apartment building and. Cam, I love fan footage stuff. You know, like um, body cam and fan footage stuff. When it's done right, yeah. it it just adds so much to a film. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'll go with Rech. Honorable mention: Train to Busan. My favorite bit is always seeing the start of the zombie outbreak. When it kicks off, yeah. When it all starts kicking off, when that fucking what's going on here? It's a door something. Yeah, one film I haven't mentioned: World War Z. That never got enough credit. Ah, Brad Pitt actually did well in that one. I thought he, I thought he was very good. I, I like World War Z too. It's it, it's quite good compared to the book. The book is absolutely incredible. But yeah, when you're saying a mark about the start of the zombie outbreak, I think that's one of the best that's showing how it can spread across the globe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sorry, I'm probably nerding out over zombies here. No, <laughs> fine. Loving it. Yeah, definitely so. Don't worry. We're like a zombie or free here too. Just have interest is Dawn. That's the one at the shopping centre, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I thought so. I still, yeah. rem- I still remember that bit where they're all living life now and they're separate bits of the shopping centre with the buses parked up against the the doors yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So the, the remake that they made in like 2000, is it, two, it might be 2004. That's really good. And it's it's different to, like it sort of follows the same sort of path. Yeah. But there's a lot of different stuff in it. That's a really good remake, if you haven't seen it. It's got Ving Reams in it. That's, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, I was trying to think of his name. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about there, yeah. But it's hard to watch. So if you've watched Modern Family, <laughs> it'll be a tough watch because Ty Burrell's in it and he's an absolute creep. <laughs> yeah. He's not Phil. He's not He's not yeah. the best person in the world ever, Phil. I like it when they do that, though. Lovely stuff. Zombies, Zeus and Zombies is where's his at? Where's the zombies at? Where's his at? Where's his at? Mr. Zeus Beard, I tasked you with uh, asking us anything, a question for myself and Ben, from okay. yourself. What, what, what have you got? Hmm. I've got two. <gasps> you got, okay. One's controversial. The other one is normal. Um, okay. I'll go with the normal one first. So, let me just make sure I've got the wording right. <laughs> okay got my notes so you old bastards if you could only carry on with one thing would it be a pod or streaming ooh see Ben knows me and Ben <laughs> knows my opinions and for me that's it's quite a straightforward answer so I've, I've got my own opinions on which I think you two pick what do you think I'm saying? Your pod. Yeah, I'm podcast all day long. Because OBS <laughs> hates you so much. <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with Twitch itself as well. Yeah. And I think Ben would be streaming. Yeah, I'd probably... I'd, I'm not... And that's not the say I don't enjoy the pod, which obviously I yeah. very much do. But yeah, I, I, I enjoy both. But if I had to choose one, I'd probably... Pick, and I had to make a choice, you know, it was one of them guns of the head jobs, it would be, I'd probably carry on with the streaming. Yeah, and that's yeah. not to say that I don't enjoy streaming, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> Controversy! Because <laughs> I love hanging out with you online and talking to chat and making new friends, but yeah, if 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 the gun's on my head, I, I would, I, I'd, I'd choose the podcast. I honestly think, think you used to be natural at both, so it's, <laughs> I had a choice that you've made, I think you should have success anyway do you know what I mean like I've loved listening to the pod especially since Ben has decided to make me play World of Warcraft again Mrs. <laughs> um, Zeus don't yeah so when I'm levelling I've got the pod on it's great and again getting involved in streams is great thank you mate so either way you're yeah. a, a smashing it I come up with a workaround it's called pod streaming Pod streaming. Pod yeah. streaming. Why don't just do old casted Twitch streams? Yeah, that that yeah. is one way rather. <laughs> I've written it down and underlined it. Pod <laughs> streaming, <laughs> like it's something new. <laughs> like we haven't done it twice already. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's something new. No, I, th- I think when it comes to both of us, I think definitely Mark and I had been ch- chatting as we chatted about previously that. We both wanted to podcast, but we didn't know what we were going to do. And then, like I said, it came together really nicely. But 
Uh, well, honestly, though, Zeus, it means a lot. Thank you very much for saying that because uh, we we do, like we keep saying to everybody coming, we put a lot of effort in. You know, I think a lot of effort's gone into the pod, and I think it shows. And yeah, does. And it's getting it's going for strength to show. And I like the new co-host bit, even though I'm I'm sad to not be here with Mark every Sunday. But it's nice to. I said it gives the cast a a, a new dynamic. It's it's a chance for me to exercise my favourite hobby, which is the audio engineering, mm. which I love. Do you want the conservation one, though? Yeah. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> can always edit this out, hopefully. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> so, fuck, marry, kill. Oh, Jesus. Maggie Thatcher, Myra <laughs> Hindley, or Rose West. Oh. I don't know who two of those are. <laughs> really? You don't, you know? Uh, the other, the, the one that wasn't Maggie Thatcher. The first one, you, uh, the the other two, you do, you, I don't know where to put. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I thought of that in the shower. Oh, think of that as you will. Um, Mary <laughs> Hindley was a Moors murderer, and uh, Rose West was another murderer. Yeah, uh. Mary Hindley. I need to see what she looks like. Okay, and Rose West. Yeah, yeah, and Fred. <laughs> Do you know what I, hmm. Have you seen where people have sent in to like Australian news stations like Happy Birthday to my mum and dad? Right. Uh, Fred and Rose, and they've sent a picture of Fred and Rose Western, and they'd be like, oh, congratulations on your oh, wedding anniversary. God. Like, it's, just, it's like, it's horrible to watch, but yeah. If you've ever seen, there was either uh, BBC One or ITV did a, it was called Consenting Adult. Hold on, I've got to see the other producer, Mrs. Jones. What was that thing with uh, Fred West and he gets taken about? Oh, it was called... Is it Concerning Adult? Oh, it was something adult. Oh, well, I'll put it in the chat, uh, the, the thing, but even though it's about a very grim subject, the, the, the it's mm. a, I don't think it's a series, it's a one-off thing. And... Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm not going to go into it because it, it'll take us down dark roads. But yeah, it's rough. It's, uh, it, it was an interesting watch. Appropriate, no. Appropriate adult. There we go. Okay. Look that up and have a watch if you ever get a chance. That's just an interesting one. <laughs> I'm looking at pictures of them now because I'm, I'm just basing it off the pictures because I don't know who they are. Um, I'm doinking Myra. I'm marrying Rose West, and I'm murdering Maggie Thatcher. I, I like that. I don't mind. <laughs> Maggie Thatcher was the easy one because of my own beliefs. Yes, she's gone. <laughs> yeah, I'd, um, I'd I'd swap the last two with Mark. The first one, I'd have to go with. Yeah, Myra'd have to be the the. the, the I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I'd have to fuck Myra. Blink. I'd have to marry <laughs> Maggie. Because I, oh. I just got to think of the money. No, and there's the money. I'm marrying it for the money. <laughs> for half a second, I thought of that with Maggie Thatcher, and I was like, "No, I can't do it." <laughs> you know, I have to think of the money there. You know what I mean? I'm going to be a kept man there. Uh, but yeah, and then the other ones on the chop. Oh, what a question? What a, that is? That is definitely controversial. Mate. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Have you guys? Speaking of Rose West, I don't realize. Have you guys watched Gavin and Stacey? No, I've seen bits of it. Ah, uh, poo. Never mind then. There goes my funny anecdote. 
I know of it. The, the basic, basically, the, 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 the families in, the, in Gavin and Stacey, so Gavin's family, their last name is Shipman. <laughs> Stacey, oh, no. their family's last name is West. And then there's Dawn and Pete Sutcliffe as well. Oh, oh no way. <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell. <laughs> what about you, Zeus? Yeah, come on. You're going to kill Thatcher three times. <laughs> who are you, uh, you, you doinking and marrying out of Rose Weston, Myra Hindley? Well, Thatcher's already dead, so I could marry the fact that she's dead. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd probably fuck Myra Hindley. You know, she, I mean, she's a bit more of a looker compared to <laughs> Rose West. I was, I, was just, I, was, I was just basing it on pictures. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, same as me then. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd just kill her three times. <laughs> Once. And then I'd fuck myself. <laughs> just like Wishmaster 2. Apologies if anyone has different uh, political views, but yeah. No, we are we are Switzerland here. The pod is Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> neutral ground. Yeah, we are neutral ground. There's no comings or goings. <laughs> They've all got great ideas, but no one can pull them off. So you know what I mean. Hey, hey, hey. Sorry for that controversial question. No. <laughs> it's not a curveball. Like it. No, me and Ben said we would endeavour to answer anything Ask that was thrown anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I think before we get ourselves in any more hot water, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let's, let's run off into the sunset. Because <laughs> yeah. Mark and Ben have done a runner. <laughs> it wasn't us. It was Zeus. Mr. Zeusbeard, anything that you would like to promote or plug before you we go? Not really. Um, I stream on Switch. You do? Um, I'm, I'm back into it now after a couple of mental health breaks and stuff. We're all good to go again. Steam horror, if you couldn't tell the fact that I'm obsessed with <laughs> horror. Um, but I am dipping into variety as well. Tuesdays and Thursdays from 8pm and probably the odd Saturday. Yeah, you'll find me at switch.tv slash Zeusbeard, but with a five because I'm awkward. Five <laughs> instead of an S. Yeah, I'll spell it out anyway but in the in the episode title. Dead awkward. Nothing awkward about that. It's the Edgelord way. It does the job, <laughs> yeah. It was only because the S was taken. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Like, Zeus beard with an S was taken, so replace yeah. the S for a five. Uh, yeah. It wasn't me trying to be a, like you know a bit like unique. Yeah. It was because S S was taken. Yeah. So I assumed it was that the yeah. red cross yeah. was there, not the green tick. So, yeah. That was it. <laughs> Before we sign off, what's happening in next Sunday's episode, sir? So you're here this week, which means next week you're not. <gasps> And my co-host will be Tother Old Man. I am Tiny One Hundred, co-hosting the stream with me. Yay! Woo! Lovely. Did I say stream? I meant podcast. <laughs> but you definitely choose podcasts over streaming. But I <laughs> <laughs> you know who I've been, Mister Jones? Who have you been, Mister Smith? I have been Smith. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Marku Hita every Wednesday and Saturday. 
And I have been Jones. You can catch me at twitch.tv forward slash benbis81. You can catch me every Tuesday and Thursday. For everything old men related, please go and visit the link tree, which is l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash old men army for everything old related from the Discord to the other old men's Twitches, as well as Mark and my own, as well as the merch, and obviously links to this very podcast you're listening to. You can also catch our YouTube channel over there where you can see the meetup and everything else that we do amongst the old men. And of course, we'd love you to join our Discord. Wonderful. That's it. Thank you, Zeus. Thank you ever so much. Thank you. Thank you both. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Old Casters with Smith and Jones. <laughs>